If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. That was dumb. <laughs> we are. The NLL Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is June the 16th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and we are live. For the returning co-host, Ian McQuiston, I am Michael Carvalho saying, what's up, IANMCQ87? What up? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. And I was like, hey, Aaron ain't on, Sammy ain't on, Ian requested to be on in the last couple of days, let's, let's do it. Let's have at it. Yeah, so, I'm excited. Let's get it. I am too. We're going to talk basketball, NLL in the end, see if Ian's even watching that. We're going to talk some hockey to start and some football, lots of football, which I didn't realize how much football we were getting to. I was like, there's a lot of good offseason moves we got to get to. So let's do it. But first, the best morning show is obviously right here. In order to get a hoodie like this, a mug like this, these things are fantastic. Aaron's got the black edition. Drink our faces, wear our faces at amdrive.online. And again, we challenge you to find a podcast with cheaper merch. You probably won't. Just saying. It's not handmade. It's just we're cheap. We don't care. Because I feel like we would be like handmade prices, though. But oh, well. I don't know if you watched it last night. I tuned into most of this game, the Avalanche and the Lightning as the Avalanche won four to three in overtime, I picked a sweep, and I deep down I knew that wasn't going to happen. Aaron said Avalanche would get game one, and Lightning will win the next four. He looks like he might have been right, because the Avalanche came out strong. They got the Vasilevsky early, and once again, I don't know what it is about that guy in this postseason, but he's either locked down the entire game or he starts off very, very slowly. They were down 2-0 in the last series. I know you saw that, the Rangers series. Yep. Where, I don't know if you got punched like the other. I'm kidding. That's, that's terrible. But um, basically, they got to Vasilevsky early. But Lightning fought back. And to me, if you're the team on eight days or whatever it is of rest, and you're up 3-1 to one, and you allow a comeback and force overtime, you might be in for a long series against the team that's on like a day or two rest. The game, next game's not until Saturday, so now both teams will be all – Ready to go, they'll be relaxed. Ian, what is your take on the lightning going for a three peak and then of course coming back last night despite losing? Yeah, I did see that they were down three one at one point. Uh the lightning are going for a dynasty. They could be uh dare I say a New England esque dynasty, New England Patriots esque dynasty. So yeah. I want to see that happen. Uh they got a great fan base down there, so I'd like to see the lightning pull that off. It's good for hockey. I know we're not the biggest hockey guys. We do both live in Georgia. It's it's not it's not fun. Um, we got the Ghost Pirates, who are actually affiliated with the Golden Knights. I don't even know how we did how we pulled that off, but I'll take it. But really, the Lightning go three piece do not happen in sports, and especially in hockey when things just don't bounce the right way for you. Like how many times will a team hit a post and then have have a, have a bad break? 
The fact that the Lightning are doing this, like what Aaron said, the same core is super impressive. It doesn't make sense. But I guess when you have a guy named Vasilevsky and a bunch of guys like Steven Stamkos back there, mm-hmm. it helps just a little bit. I'm sure coaching helps too. I'm a crappy oh, yeah. fan. I don't know anything. We were horrible. I don't even watch any crack. And apparently, I'm not mistaken, the Avalanche got rid of the goalie who went to our team. I hope they burn in hell for that because he was terrible. Um, are you going to watch any more of the Stanley Cup? I'm going to tune in as much as I can. I'm still not the biggest hockey fan, but it's still it's fun to watch. Once once the finals end, I may tune in a little bit. Uh, I've been getting more into hockey, baseball, a little bit more within the last few weeks. So I may I may tune in once the the NBA finals are over, but. That's pretty much what I'm. I've been paying attention to lately. Yeah, baseball. I will give hockey the credit over baseball. I know baseball is a more popular sport, especially around here. We are defending World Series champions. I'm a Red Sox fan. I'll take the Braves when I can. Um, hey, they won 14 straight. That's pretty good. It, it helps to be a baseball fan right now around here. Oh yeah, it so does. Give, uh, give very fun team. Very fun team to watch right now. Oh Even yeah. Though losing losing Ozzy is going to hurt a lot. Was he shortstop, right? Second base. Yeah, see, he's one of those. Those are guys you can't lose. I feel like outfielders are. I don't want to like say no position on the baseball field is more important, but to me, second base and shortstop—that's a tough thing because those are infield plays, man. Yeah. Those are rough. Um, let's get to a thing I'm calling Ian's takes, presented by AmDrive.online, and I've got three things to talk to Ian about here, and I believe they're all in the NFL. Because we got to get some catching up to do. Deshaun Watson should be suspended for blank, if at all. I say at least eight games. Uh, wow. I mean, it, the accusations keep coming in. Uh, guys have been suspended for more time, for much less. Look at what's happening with Calvin Ridley. So I think at least eight games is more than fair. I mean, it could be the whole season at this point. But knowing Roger Goodell, he'll 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 skimp out and he'll give them only eight, maybe six games, six, eight games. I feel like it'd be better for the NFL if Deshaun Watson plays for the Browns this year. I know they can afford to wait, but I feel like it would be better for their brand if the Browns get a chance to see Watson this year a little bit. I right? I, I, I don't think it's about brand at this point. You can't – sure, he's an exciting player to watch, but the guy, the guy who's been accused by um, 66 – different accusations that's insane you have to do there has to be some course of disciplinary action done to him i think it's like 26 accusations but i think 66 occurrences which means it could be 66 like you said we don't know if those other 40 but when there's smoke there might be a big fire somewhere who knows um i just don't i just think that's just too many to say it's a lie or to defend him in any way that's a fair point True or false and why? Baker Mayfield should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He can be a starting quarterback for four or five teams right now. Should he be? Mm. Or will you win with Baker Mayfield? I'm not so sure. I don't I think that's why Cleveland moved on from from him. They knew that he couldn't take them any farther than they had already gotten. That's why they made the upgrade for Deshaun Watson. Whether he plays or not remains to be seen. But uh he can be a starting quarterback for, let's say, the Carolina Panthers, who have, there's been rumors that they've been really interested in him, that then there's more urgency to get a deal done in Carolina. But uh, I wouldn't, I, he wouldn't be my first choice. Mm. 
you know, we're going to get to your team in the next segment here, but in terms of like the Sam Darnold aspect, I was telling Aaron yesterday, and I got some pushback for this. I don't know if this is completely untrue. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, I know Sam's not impressive, but neither is Baker throwing a football. I mean, I like them both out of college, and they have just fell flat on their face. Do you think Sam might be better because he's – I mean, he can actually run a little bit more? No, I, I think Baker's a better quarterback. It's you think not so? by much. But, yeah, I, I, I would still take Baker Mayfield over Darnold. He hasn't shown any uh, progression in four years, five years now. Well, so are you surprised that they would take Baker, like a guy like he's – like you even said slightly better. Like, I feel like that's not worth it. I think he's enough of an upgrade to where that he wins them two or three extra games. Mm. <clears throat> I know the Browns on the salary cap thing is a big issue. If the Browns release him, I can see Panthers jumping on it. But Oh, yeah, true. if he's cut, then, then then you're going to see a lot of teams go after him. But it, as, as it goes right now, a team's going to have to trade for him to get him. I don't think they want. To, I think that I think they're playing. They're playing chicken with the Browns. I think they want the Browns to release him because no one wants that contract. Well, and also the Browns are waiting to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. I mean, if mm. they need another, if they need a quarterback, then they're going to keep Baker around. Obviously, Brissett would be good enough to start. In in which case, but if they could get a fourth or fifth round pick for Baker Mayfield, I'd, I'd say they'd do it. How Ian's take on this? Make a fix, Patrick. I saw you retweeting a few of these. I have your notifications on. I'll admit it. Um, you make a Fitzpatrick has been signed and clamped to a new deal with the Steelers. You got to feel good, correct? Oh, yeah. You got to feel good about having a, a guy like that on your team, a perennial all-pro, Pro Bowl-level player every year. Uh, last year, the turnovers weren't as big in numbers, but he had 120 tackles, making up for the Steelers' worst run, run defense in the league, which is a, a top-20 season all-time in uh, in terms of DBs and tackles. So, wow. Love having a guy I... like that. He's, 20, he's 25 years old. He's a building block. You, you pay a guy like that, and – and right now, I think it was imperative to get the extension done because you're going to see guys like Jesse Bates and Derwin James, who are also up for extensions this offseason. Uh, they're going to reset the market. They're going to be pushing for $20 million and getting Minka at only 18 and a half, which is about a million more than Jamal Adams, is a steal. And considering Jamal is who I thought he was, I feel pretty good about that. I, I do too. Uh, Minka is a far better player in my eyes than Jamal Adams is a lot more in coverage at least. Uh, so I think that you get you get him at that price tag. The Steelers now have the most expensive defense in the league, so I expect them to be near the top again. You know, Minka, it's crazy as, as I leave it here. Um, Minka, well, you said he, the turnovers weren't there, but the tackles were. Seems like he hunts for the ball pretty good. Oh, Seems yeah. He, like, he's, when you're a safety that hunts ball. the ball, is, ins- is insane. That guy, I, I'm glad he's going to stick around for five more years. You need a guy like that on your team. Having a ball-hawking free safety like that changes your defense. And it has. I mean, look at when the Steelers traded for him in 2019. The defense changed immediately. They became one of the best units in the entire league. So, You have a jersey, right? Oh, yeah, I do. I definitely have to make a jersey. Fair enough. All right, guys, when we come back, we're talking NBA Finals Game 6. This is going to get interesting. Because we're talking Steph Curry, and that's a hot topic for us at least. Also, old faces and new places. A bunch of NFL offseason moves. We'll discuss our expectations and our analysis of each one. And we got a lot of them to choose from. Don't worry. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Let's see how well Ian knows the ad reads here. And if you want the best in sports merchandise for your team with every league, with daily deals including free shipping of over 24 bucks today, you've got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Click that Fanatics logo, baby. Woo-hoo-hoo! Click the F. He did it. He did it. Good. When you do that, the entire Fanatics experience is at your disposal so click add to cart times a milli, a milli, a milli. And you too can support your team in our show. And for that, we gracias. Okay. Oh, I'm terrible. NBA Finals, game six. It's the Warriors show the Warriors jersey, Ian. That's the city edition of Steph Curry, man. That's pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. And I want to give the first to say this to Ian. Do I think Steph Curry's finals MVP right now? Yes, I do. Do I think Steph Curry's having the best finals I've seen from him? Yes, I do. Is it also possible to say the fourth quarter has, he has not been great? Yes, it is. So I believe. I don't know all if you can really say true. that. I, well, I don't think they're all true. I think I think Game Four he showed why he's the best point guard of all time. Game four, he was great for the first three quarters, but to me, when the games got because Boston never dies, like he I had double where, digit points in the fourth quarter. Yes, but it it wasn't until like the other players around him did their thing, and he he set up every single play that you're talking about. All the other players, he set it up. Who he assisted on the basket that Clay Thompson made to take the lead. That's also that the Draymond the the Draymond assist to I believe it was Gary Payton in the corner. 
it was a it was uh set up by a Steph Curry double team and it got Draymond in the pocket and he flipped it to the corner. So that's another play that's essentially set up by the attention drawn to Steph Curry. I do think one of the best things about Steph's gravity trademark is that Steph Curry, when his three pointer is on fire like it has been this series, he's almost unguardable if he can pass it. Like oh. if he makes if he doesn't turn the ball over in those situations and he actually like makes the pinpoint pass like he has, that to me is the best point guard I've ever seen. The problem is the nonchalantness of, of him for years got to me. But I will admit it. I just sort of like, I remember this to you last year on the show. I was like, you know, something about Steph Curry, he just seems smarter now. He seems like he's he's more willing to pass and not do the stupid things now. I don't know what it is. But even this finals, I feel like he's like, he's even taking mid-range shots. And that to me is impressive. When a guy who, they're guarding you from the three, then they're clamping down the lane, and he pulls up from the mid-range. That to me is one of the most impressive things he does. Because he can score he can from do it all, all. all three, all three levels. Yeah. He's he's a, and he doesn't get enough credit for how physical he is when he attacks the lane. He's very good at taking contact. He's very good at converting hand ones, and of course, he's good from the free throw line. I know everybody's talking about how he's not great for his for his standards, but he's still shooting 80, 80 what eighty two percent from the line or something like that. Which is still good for a point guard, yeah. Which Even is great. I mean, him. it's great for anybody. Right, it's low. It's low for him, and that tells you something. Yeah, it does. And you look at those videos. Did you see the video like posted a couple of months ago? Where, like, you like 140 in a row from the corner. Yeah, it's it's insanity. I, that to me I is what it. separates him. Is like like Tom Brady. I've never felt like was the most incredible athlete, but neither is Steph Curry. But their repetition, their hard work, puts them over the top of other people, and that's where you have to give them credit. I agree. Like, so like, like Michael Jordan is not the most gifted athlete ever, but God have mercy if he didn't have a great mentality. And that's when the killer instinct, that's when I can get down with killer instinct. Although I think it's still a psychoanalysis. But Steph, that repetition stuff is insane for a shooter. Um, Preview of this game six. Do you think Boston forces a game seven? Because the narrative here is it's going seven because Boston's at home. I know that, that does a lot, but man, if I'm Boston, all these fourth quarters, I've basically been up by at least a point. And nothing yeah, happened. Uh, Tatum ain't closing it. What's going on? Yeah, Tatum. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I know he's not shooting the ball efficiently, but he is doing a lot of other things. He's setting up his teammates. He's rebounding the ball. He's playing good defense. So I'll, I'll give him that. It's just, I, I don't think Boston wins this game. I think they'll mm. keep it close, and I think it'll be a lot like what game four was like. They might lead a lot for three quarters. But I think you're starting to see guys like Clay Thompson start to get his stroke back. Oh. I think you're starting to see Dray- Draymond Green starting to play like his regular self. Jordan Poole starting to get more involved in the offense. Uh, Otto Porter's hitting some big shots. So I think you're starting to see some guys uh, get back into their rhythm on Golden State. I don't think it's going to be all Steph Curry this time. And, I, and obviously, I think he's going to play better than he did in game five. I mean, well, that that was, that, was that that doesn't that doesn't happen to Steph two games in a row. I, I at least I don't I don't remember any time it's happened over this Warriors run that they've well, had over the last five six years. So, right. uh, I I, I got I think Golden State wins this game. I, I like I said I think it's gonna gonna be a lot like uh, how Game Four was. Boston might lead mm-hmm. for a, a large chunk of this game, but uh, I think Golden State will pull it out. 
Well, let's go Steph Curry. So in the last game, I did player props, and I was like five and two. I felt pretty good about like my best bets. I did Steph Curry total points at twenty eight and a half. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna still go under. I think he's. I think he has a good twenty five point game. But like you said, with Clay, with Draymond, they obviously got Draymond going. Like game five early to me was huge. When they got him in for the like for the pass fake dunk, when mm-hmm. they um he like took a three pointer in the corner, I think to start the game, even though he missed it. Steve Kerr was obviously saying, "Okay, Draymond, you're going to start the game strong for us." Do you think twenty and a half Steph can pass it? I don't think he, I don't think they need him to. Uh, they probably don't need him to, but uh, like I said, he had a, he's coming off a pretty a bad game by his standards, a uh, bad shooting night at least. Uh, I think he bounces back. I think he's going to try and close out this series hard. So I can see a thirty point game from him. But like a, I, you got to imagine a, a, an appearance from Game Six. Clay comes out comes out Woo-hoo! tonight. So man, well, we might see of Clay. Um, over under three and a half three point field goals. I think I think we get the, the clay here. I think we can get that. I think we can get the over on that. He had five uh, the other night. So yeah. Um, let's see here. I'm looking through the Draymond Green stuff. I know Andrew. Let's see what the Wiggins um rebounds is. Wiggins rebounds seven and a half. We're gonna go over that again. I think so. Mm, that might be tough, but he's been rebounding good all series. He's been really physical. Oh, playoffs so. really. This so, would be a good I've, one. I've been, re- I've been no. really impressed with Wiggins this entire playoff run. He's very he's come out and a lot of people are calling him the worst all star starter of all time. And he's yeah. come out and pretty much proved him wrong. Well, I mean okay, for that, I feel like <laughs> for the re- compared to who he was up against, yes, I think that's true. I don't know if he's the worst. I mean, I'm sure you can I'm sure if you do research, you can find other guys. The fact I mean, that the Warriors were on a run doesn't mean doesn't mean that wasn't true though. Kyle or Jeff Teague and Kyle Korver were all stars in 2014. That's fair. That's so, fair. And there's no way Wiggins this year was worse than Jeff Teague is way worse than Wiggins. I'm sorry, and I'm I'm, I'm a, I like Jeff Teague, but he ain't Wiggins. Um, total point P, points, rebounds, and assists, 21 and a half for Draymond. Now, interesting about this, I had the over 21 and a half in, in game in game five. Game five, Draymond fouls out at home and gets 22 total on that. I feel like he has to get it early because he's like almost – I think he's fouled out the last two games, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to talk – I think I'm pretty sure he's fouled out at least two of the games in the series. Uh, yeah, he has fouled out at least twice. I know that. So I wonder, do we bank on him doing 22 again on the so road, he ha- he's going to get a bad call. Most of his scoring comes early in games. He'll get a quick eight, a quick ten in the first half, and then he right. won't do much after that. But now with the assists and the rebounds, that's where it's going to get you because I can easily see him having a 12, eight, and six type of game or right. 14, nine, and eight or something like that. So Let's go over that. I'm almost saying over. I, I think over that is a fair bet. And let's see if I can get some more stuff here. Oh, this is a big one. Jason Tatum over and a half, over over under twenty eight and a half points. I don't see it. Mm, that's gonna be tough. I mean, they have they have done such a good and, and Wiggins, by the way, has guarded Luca oh, and Tatum. On def, yes, defensively, that guy needs deserves a lot of the credit. He's been the primary on ball defender for Luca in the conference finals, and now Tatum in the finals. So Luca, who was unstoppable, credit. by the way. 
And another uh, another defensive performance I just I think deserves a lot of credit is Draymond being the primary defender on Jalen Brown, especially these last two games. Jalen, and you know what's pissed me off about Jalen Brown? This makes me so mad. When Jalen Brown will clearly be bodied by Draymond and go for that crappy fadeaway, I'm like, dude, he makes that like one out of ten times. What is he doing? Like, don't be the hero. Pass the ball to Peyton Pritchard if you want to. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe J- Jalen feels the need to take on more of a scoring role with uh, oh, Tatum t- not yeah, not I'm... not putting the ball in the basket enough or at an efficient rate. I'm tired of hearing about mom mentality, man. I'm sorry. I think Sabrina Yaskis not playing Jason Tatum right now. I I, I don't. I'm not going to dog Tatum as much because I think he's doing a good job getting his teammates involved. Yes. he's been pretty much he's been pretty much the primary playmaker this entire series, which is impressive to see since he's not really known for that. They need a point guard. I, I know Mark. I love Marcus Smart, but if he, if you're there for defense and Steph Curry might win Finals MVP, they need a point guard. Marcus Smart needs to come off the bench. Well, obviously in the future, not now that doesn't matter. But in the future, they yeah. win it all. They're going to need a, some kind of a point guard. I agree. Even if it's Malcolm Brogdon, shoot, I feel like Malcolm Brogdon would have done better than this crap. Uh. I I, uh, I think Marcus Smart has stepped up his game enough offensively to where you can really make a case that he is a good starting point guard. That's fair. Um, so who wins it tonight? I'm gonna give you the money line first. The money line is. I know Boston's the favorite right now. I think at three and a half. Last time I checked. Is it that much? It's minus one sixty five. Yeah, three and a half. You're right. Um, plus one forty five. That's a that's kind of steep for Golden State. Yeah, I I think uh, I have Golden State winning. I have maybe like a 110, 101 type of game. Golden State wins. Dude, you might want to jump on that 145. That's pretty good on plus money. Yeah, I agree. All righty, cool. How about that? Well, let's, let's switch gears to the NFL. I'm personally – I know Ian's made some good points here. I know Golden State has momentum – I'm going to go with the masses and say Boston. We get a seven-game series. And I'll reassess it from there. But, man, I'm, I'm not confident about that one. I'm not going to lie. So let's go to old faces in new places. We have a bunch of names here um, for guys that have switched teams that are pretty notable. Let's go through our quarterbacks. And we'll save the best quarterback for last, obviously, at the end of this. Matt Ryan in Indianapolis, um, you go first here. What is your expectations for him? Good, that, like good trade, or how are we feeling about Matt Ryan? I don't uh, it's definitely, it's definitely an upgrade. Uh, I just think uh, Indianapolis' luck is going to run out when it comes to adding these veteran quarterbacks and trading high draft picks for him. I, I think they just eventually need to get somebody young. Mm. But Matt Ryan for two or three years, I think that's a good move. Indianapolis has a, a contending roster. Uh, good run game, good offensive line. I think they do need some better weapons, but I think Matt Ryan can do with what what with what's there now. Uh, defense is good, uh, so I think Indianapolis you can expect to make a run at the division. Uh, yeah, well, easily the division. That division is pretty weak, but uh, you can see them make a run maybe for the conference as well, maybe for the AFC. I think that's where Matt Ryan puts the Colts. I actually like that because I see other Colts making the AFC Championship, and I know it's way too early, but I didn't. When we got Carson Wentz last year, I know that he didn't have the best 
you know, of hype coming out of Philly, but Matt Ryan didn't have a lot of hype coming out of Atlanta. Like people outside of Georgia are like, oh well, he's terrible. Even people in Georgia are like, oh, he's he's we need a new quarterback. They don't understand well, it, how good Matt was, Ryan's it, been I, with the Falcons. I don't I don't think it was a, a matter of him being bad. I think it was a matter of Atlanta needing to rebuild and getting away from his contract because they couldn't really they couldn't make any move with him on the team. They were never gonna be bad enough to to commit to a full rebuild. Right. And he he needed to leave the roster so they could have some room to maneuver and make some moves and get some high draft picks and things like that. I mean, they got what a third round pick from Matt Ryan, so they they needed to make that move. It was time to move on. Uh, the Colts get a good veteran, but like I said, I think eventually the Colts do need to find the successor. They haven't really been able to fill that since Andrew Luck left the team. So I think eventually they do need to get another young guy. But and instead of veteran to veteran to veteran. I mean, it's been a new quarterback the last three years. So It's a good thing the guy who stole out of Minnesota's number is still on the roster. So I'm like, I don't know how they, I don't know how in the heck you will allow an all-time, I don't know, I don't know if it's a kicker, but for Adam Minnesota to give up his number to like Sam Ellinger, I'm sorry. That's just weird. To, it still bothers me. I'm, I like Sam Ellinger, but come on, man. That's weird to me. I mean, I, I mean, Matt Ryan has a good, has a good, um, has a good, at least a good first year for sure. I'm hearing a lot of things in camp about him helping the rookie, um, that was the dude from, um, dude from Cincinnati, Alec Pierce, the white kid. I don't even know who's white. And I was like, oh my god, he's white. <laughs> Hello, Cooper Cup. I'm kidding, but um, I just feel like Matt Ryan. We're I'm hearing a lot better things this year, and that's got to speak for something. He seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Somebody who still wants to play. And I was listening to him on the Pat McAfee show, Ian. It seems like Matt Ryan wants to prolong his career like Tom Brady did because he understands the rules are changing for the quarterback. So that's that was huge to me. That was big. Yeah, I, I, I could see him having a similar type career, but uh, as far as longevity, as far as accolades and things like that, Matt Ryan still has a ways to go. But. Right. Well, you, you, you think? I don't know about that. Okay. Carson Wentz in Washington for the Commanders. What a crappy organization. Um, Carson Wentz, so funny thing is, before I even get to that, Terry McLaurin, who I believe is one of the best receivers in the NFL, you've been on his train for a while, but I think that his, when you can plug and play a quarterback and your receivers can still grab 10 balls in the game, that to me speaks volumes about the receiver's abilities, about his, about how valuable they are. He's like DeAndre Hopkins. Plug and play Tim Couch and get 10 catches from DeAndre Hopkins is insanity. So Terry McLaurin, Apparently, was a Colts fan growing up. I found out this morning. Um, you look at his old Twitter, one of his Twitter account. You see tweets from 2013 and 2014 about him rooting for the Colts. That was pretty cool for me. So, as for Carson Wentz, who came from the Colts, do you think that Carson Wentz does well here? I know he wasn't. People say he wasn't terrible last year. And I understand that, but the boneheaded plays is what makes you pissed off. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz single-handedly lost. Uh, I mean, I can I know of Probably at least two games. games. Yeah. I, I know of at least two that Carson Wentz single-handedly lost to Colts Titans. last year. Oh. Definitely the Titans and definitely Jacksonville in Week 18 with the playoffs on the line. Yeah. So I used to be a big Carson Wentz guy, but obviously he's lost. A, he's lost a little bit. He's uh, antsy back there. I don't know if it's the injury thing or what it is. Maybe it's a confidence thing. I'm not sure, but Washington definitely isn't the spot to get your confidence back. I know there's some decent weapons there. I know the backfield looks good. Uh, 
supposedly. Uh, Logan Thomas is a good tight end. O-line, I'm, it's okay. They did just lose their best player. Uh, so Defense, you hope, returns to form from two years ago. Yeah, defense still has some young talent. Chase Young coming back. Uh, there might be a 6-7 win team, and that might be a little bit generous. <laughs> I like what Dan Orlovsky said. Dan Orlovsky said the perfect place for Carson Wentz to find his confidence and rebuild was Indianapolis. You didn't yeah, have to do could, anything. If he couldn't do it there, then he's right. he I don't think he can do it in Washington. I mean I, I love Coach I love Coach Rivera. Uh I love what he's done there, but Washington just is not the place. It's it's a toxic organization. Yes. Uh I just don't see how Wentz makes them better than a seven. Generously, maybe eight games. That's generous. I think they're more of a six, seven win squad. So maybe the team, even that Dan. That might be even a little bit generous. What's your quick take on Dan Snyder um, still having that team? Uh, he's a scumbag. I, mean, I, know they, I know they all are, but he, he's more so than the other ones, if that helps. Yeah, he's pretty scummy. I've read some stuff on that. It's not pretty. Um, we're going to take a break here because when we come back, we're talking more quarterbacks, wide receivers, Vaughn Miller and Khalil Mack, and more. And, of course, don't forget NLL Finals Game 3. It's AM Drive and AM Equest, and we're right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high-quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Once again, click the F on MikeAndAaronDrive.com and shop Fanatics today. Back to old faces and new places for the NFL in 2022. Let's get you Mitchell Trubisky in Pittsburgh. And I um, um I just want to say that I like Trubisky. I, I feel like it's interesting how he went from 
terrible quarterback to suddenly the best backup available in Buffalo, I'm like, which makes no sense to me how that happened. But tell me what is your take on him and with the Steelers? Obviously, with the uh, and passing. Uh, I, I don't think it's a bad move. He's getting paid a backup salary to be a starter. We have options other than him. Uh, two seven million a year is not bad, especially considering team or people were saying he could get upwards of 10, 12. So I, I think the move is good. Uh, this will be the best situation he's been in as a starter in his career. Uh, I think he's better than what whatever Ben, the version of Ben that we got last year was. I think he's obviously an upgrade over him. Uh, hopefully the run game serves him better than the run game served Ben last year. Uh, I, I think the move is fine. I don't think it. I don't think he's a world-beating quarterback. Obviously, he's on my team, so I'm going to support him. But I, I think Kenny is the guy, and I think he, that's the way the Steelers should approach it. Kenny Pickett's already 24 years old. I think he needs to start sooner than later. So, glad you said that. Perfect world for um. I'm sorry, I'm just admiring this. Perfect world for um the Steelers. Let's say Trubisky and Kenny Pickett both start. How long does Trubisky start before? Even if even if he plays well, what week do you want uh, him by as a Steelers fan? As Kenny Pickett, that is. I'd say midseason, eight That's week fair. eight, week ten. I'd, I'd say that would be a fair point to let Kenny start. Uh, and that's if I mean, Trubisky obviously isn't saying the war on fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he's not an MVP candidate or something crazy like that. I'm not expecting that. If 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 Trubisky is that great, but I'm nowhere near expecting that. Right. And also we have we still have on the roster who I'm not high on, but he's certainly not a terrible backup. So uh, there's options there. I've heard good things about uh Rudolph coming out of uh minicamp, which gotta kinda take that with a grain of salt. It's, it is just shorts and a helmet. So uh, overall, I like the Trubisky move. It needed we needed to add a quarterback. Trubisky was a good, uh, I guess, bridge bridge quarterback. I guess you could call him. So, I like the move. Fair enough. Um, Russell Wilson in Mile High. Um, this one to me, I've been on record saying I'm not sure because I know that he's obviously upgrade over Drew Locke, and I know Drew Locke's going to be in Seattle, which is fine. Um, hopefully Drew Locke does well there. But they haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning, to be fair. So this seems like a new breath and a new life, and we, we're here. But then Von Miller leaves and wins the Super Bowl the same year. Um, Von, Von Miller's obviously long gone. You hope that Russ can help Jerry Judy and other guys, but Russell Wilson is the first-half quarterback. But there's also reports that they limited what Russ could do, and now Russ is going to cook. What is your take? What do you think will happen at least this early in the offseason? Uh, Denver will definitely be a, a 9 or 10 win team next year. Mm. Uh, Russ puts them that far. He, he makes them that much better. Right. The only problem is the rest of the division got significantly better other than yes. Kansas City. Other than Kansas City, the rest of the division got significantly better. I mean, definitely the Raiders. The Raiders added the best receiver in football, and they made a plur- – plethora of other moves and the chargers just as we're going to talk about later just traded Mac. so that team yeah. just got better 
and they signed JC Jackson and they got yep. so now they have a number one corner and one of the best edge rushers in the league. So yeah. uh, I don't know if if I think that division is the best in football right now. I think a realistic expectation could be all four of those teams making the playoffs. Mm. I know it's crazy to think about it's never happened before, but all four teams are that good. I mean, and they all have four really have top 15, top 12, really quarterbacks. So I think you can really, I mean, a realistic expectation could be all four of those teams make the playoffs. I just don't know if Denver is better than Vegas or the chargers and they might not even be better in Kansas city. I feel like out of the teams that didn't get obviously Kansas City, if, you, if let's say all of those teams had not added anybody, and and they all lost somebody, like let's say Kansas City still lost Tyreek Hill, I feel like Kansas City because they have Patrick Mahomes because they have Andy Reid that duo, they can afford to do that more than the other teams who got better anyways. I feel like if the Raiders I... had not gotten better, if the Charters had not gotten better, and if the um, Broncos had not honored Russell Wilson, but the Chiefs were most well equipped because they have those two, right? Uh, maybe, but I mean, we got to think about uh, the Raiders made the playoffs last year with the roster they had, and the Chargers were one game away from making the playoffs. So, uh, or really, they were a tie away from making the playoffs. So, oh, don't remind uh, me of that one. That division was already good, that division was already very good could have had three playoff teams last year and now they've gotten even better And Kansas city. I don't think has added enough on defense to stay at the top or firmly at least. And I, I think know. losing Tyreek Hill is a huge blow to that offense and only replacing him with a rookie and Juju Smith Schuster. I don't think that's enough to fully replace what Tyreek Hill brings in offense. Fair enough. Devontae Adams in Vegas. Let's stay in the division here. Um, I, I don't, I like this move. Obviously, the, the Fresno State connection is what probably sold this for a lot of fans. But there's expectations now for Derek Carr for probably the most he's been in his career. You think? Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. And anytime you can add a player like that, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty substantial. I think the Raiders, the Raiders were a, a playoff team last year, and they're definitely going to be a 12-11-12 win team this year. Wow. Uh, defensively, I think they're good enough to win 12 games. Offensively, they already they had a good offensive unit last year. Oh, uh, adding the, yeah, having the duo of Renfro and uh, and Devontae Adams with Darren Waller coming back healthy as mm. well is going to be huge. That that team's going to be very good. It's going to be a lot better than people I think are predicting. Wow. Um, Tyree Kill. Speaking of the AFC West, now he's in the AFC East. He's been singing the praises of Tua Tagovailoa. Um, even I'm kind of pushing back on some of those. But Tyreek also made a statement saying, like, oh, well, um, in Kansas City, um, it was just all about Mahomes, and I didn't really get enough credit. Huh. Tyreek's got big shoes now that he's stepping into in Miami that he's made for himself. Is it fair to Tua, and do you think he can help Tua along with Jalen Waddle? Uh, speed is the name of the game, right? Right now, uh, uh, having speed is a huge, huge thing. Uh, I think uh, I like the Tyreek move. I think if you can add a guy like that, you do it. But I don't think it makes Miami a, a true contender. I think B Buffalo is still the far and away best team in the division. Uh, I don't think Miami comes close to that. I 
I think it's hard. It'll be hard for them to push even for a wild card spot. Uh, like I said, with the AFC West being as good as it is, with the AFC North being as good as it is, which they usually have at least two playoff teams. With the Colts. So, uh, and, I mean, and the, the AFC South with the Titans and Colts. So, I mean, the AFC is going to be a really stacked conference this year as far, in terms of wild card teams and who competing for wild card spots. So, uh, uh, I, I don't think it makes Miami good enough to truly compete for the conference. Fair enough. I, I agree with that. Marquise Hollywood Brown in Arizona. That was an ugly trade the way that went down on draft night, but it's happening now, and Kyler Murray still is not wanting to play. So how are we feeling about Arizona next year, and do you think Marquise was a blockbuster trade, or do you think it's overrated? Uh, Marquise Brown was worth nowhere near the first-round pick that Arizona gave up to get him. Okay. Uh, just nowhere near, and – if Marquise Brown can't catch the football in Baltimore in a run-first offense where he's a number one receiver, what makes anybody think he can be anything better than that in Arizona with a similar quarterback that plays at a similar style? I just – I don't see it. Uh, I would not have given up anything close to a first-round pick for Marquise Brown. Uh, that's pretty much my, my whole take on it. I that Arizona lost that trade. Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. Von Miller in Buffalo. This is Von Miller, I thought, was kind of done. Playing along with Aaron Donald helped that. Will Von Miller on another kind of stack defense in Buffalo, do you think he will play well in Buffalo? And do you think that the Bills got way better with him on the roster? Uh, yeah, I think Von Miller made uh, Buffalo the AFC favorite. I think that's how good. I think that's how good uh, Von Miller still is. I think he still has enough in his in the tank to to really help a team compete, and he showed that. I, I think he showed that he he has enough to help a team win a Super Bowl. I think Buffalo is the AFC favorite right now. I, I think offensively, self-explanatory. I mean, they have an MVP caliber quarterback. They've got a top three receiver maybe top five at the minimum yeah uh offensive line's good they could use a little bit of help in the running game but they did just draft james cook from georgia who i'm a big fan of uh dawson knox had a breakout year last year so that buffalo team i think is the the favorite to win the afc right now and that's who i would put my money on von miller won a super bowl mvp with denver if he won a super bowl with the rams if he does it with buffalo I feel like the guy's almost underrated at this point in terms of his legacy. Right? Oh, I don't think so. I, I I think he's Hall of Famer right now, and I think everybody views him as such. Uh, I I don't think he's underrated at all. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's right where everybody thinks he he should be. I think he's a Hall of Famer right now. I think if he retired today, he'd be in Canton in five years. How high up the defensive ranks though do you put him? If he wins the Super Bowl, uh, in Buffalo? I'd say he's probably. A t- Top twenty-five defensive player. Twenty-five. Top thirty. Oh, I mean, you got to think about guys like. Top ten. I mean, oh, I don't know about that. I think how Get he's not MVP. the best. He's not the best edge rusher in the league right now, for sure. Well, I he hasn't that. been in quite. He hasn't been in quite some time. That's fair. Uh, Ooh, I'd say. I'd say top twenty-five, top twenty is fair. I mean, 
he's nowhere near the Lawrence Taylor, the Aaron Donalds, the Deion Sanders, Ed Reed. I don't think Ray Lewis. I don't think he's anywhere near that. I think I he's mean, he's a he. I think he's a tier below that. I don't I don't think he's in the in the upper echelon of defensive players. He's gonna play well. I gotta stop doing that. Who? Um, Khalil Mack. Speaking of great defensive players in Los Angeles, back to the AFC, the darn AFC West, right? Um, yeah, that AFC West, man. I Khalil Mack is spelled K H or K A H. K H A. That's what I thought. Okay, I spelled it wrong in the email. I'm pissed off. Um, Khalil Mack in Los Angeles. I mean, I know when Chicago had a good defense two or three years ago, it was like the cream of the crop was Khalil Mack. But then I feel like Roquan Smith kind of stole his thunder. Do you expect the Khalil Mack three years ago? Or do you think we're going to see a new, lesser but still good version? Well, you got to think. Uh, they also have another great edge rusher on the other side, Joey Bosa. So I don't oh, think Joey, Khalil Mack yeah. is going to see – I don't think you're going to see very many double teams on, on Khalil Mack. I, I, I think that was a great move. It frees up Joey to do what he does. And then they just signed a, a great number one corner and JC Jackson. Uh, Derwin, Derwin James, James be healthy again. Yep. Derwin James coming back healthy. That defense should be very good. And that should be a very good team. Like I, I, I think both the, the Raiders and the Chargers are going to be very, very good. I, that division is going to be stacked. I think they're all 10-win teams right now. The only way they won't be is if they all beat up on each other, which is entirely possible, too. <laughs> they all go one-on-one. But, one uh, one. but uh, I like the Chargers. I like that roster. It's got a lot of star power on it. Uh, they should be a 10-11-win squad, too. Let's say Deshaun Watson, as we can switch to this in Cleveland, let's say Deshaun Watson be plays this year. Let's say the let's say he gets suspended for eight weeks, like you said. Let's say the Browns make the playoffs um, by the edge of their teeth because he helps them do it. Where is he going to do that? And if so, how far can they go with Deshaun Watson? I think people are going to be impressed. On paper, they're a very good team, but we said that last mm. year too. Oh, that's we said that last year, and what happened? Steelers, man, you're Steelers. Those darn yellow I'm and not, white glasses. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. They look good on paper last year. I mean, they were good on paper in 2020, uh, and they're coming off a huge playoff win, their best season in probably 25 years. And then last year, what happened? I, I, I think on paper they're a good team, but it's just not a, the organization that can win. That's just how it is. I, I don't expect the Browns to be much. If Deshaun plays all season, they probably will win 10, 11 games. Wow. If, if he it? doesn't, if, if he doesn't, if Jacoby Brissett plays all year, they're going to be an eight or nine win squad at best. I eight or nine is pushing it for Jacoby Brissett. Good Lord. I think Brissett's a good backup. I think he can start a season. Uh, I think he could play a season and win eight games, but he's, he's not going to be – I don't, he's not going to be better than Baker Mayfield, and that's where I view Brissett. And I don't, I, I'm pretty critical of Baker Mayfield. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, we've got one more segment to do. When we come back, we're talking lacrosse on this MLL Thursday. I'm excited to hear Ian's take on box lacrosse. Who knows? We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, 
even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. If you host a podcast or run a small business, it can be hard spreading the word. Friends like Ian want to check it out, but Ian, will they? Uh, who knows? That is right. Who knows? Well, it's time to make them know and make you know and grow your brand with Popple. P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use but a high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. And don't worry. People you share with don't even need a Popple. So it's that much easier to share your brand. When you get your Popple and keychain, credit card, even pop site form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off your order on popl.co. And have you watched the cross a day in your life? No. Oh, do you have any desire to watch the cross? Not really, no. Oh, man. What have I told you? So I this is a fun fact. I used to watch occasionally the field lacrosse, like like you'll see Duke or North Carolina or Maryland play on TV on ESPN during the summer when nothing else is on. Um, I thought that game, I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting, but it's still it's cool. Then I, um, I was on Maxbox. Well, obviously I have a PlayStation, but I'm an Xbox a couple of years ago, and I bought the Casey Powell lacrosse game for like 20 bucks. I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then this year, our good friend Cody Jansen introduced us to NLL, Box the Cross. If you like basketball, football, and even some hockey, you'll enjoy Box the Cross. It doesn't make any sense, but I promise you, something about that small, condensed arena feels like a basketball game. They only have slam dunks where guys will go behind the net and try to trick out a goaltender and just drop it in there. They are super physical. The game never stops. It's like like in hockey, you'll see changes and like the guys will kind of wait in the back. And mm-hmm. box across, they don't let them. Like they, they keep on going and keep it moving, keep it moving. 
I highly recommend if you have Disney Plus this weekend on Saturday at 7:30 Eastern is the NFL Finals Game Three between the Buffalo Bandits and the Colorado Mammoth for all the marbles. It is a Colorado team which we've interviewed Andrew McBride. Um, he was a, he's a legend in lacrosse. It was fun. He's one of the assistant coaches on the on the Mammoth right now. Um. The last game for the Mammoth, they had Eli McLaughlin out, and he was like, he's their guy. And they still won on the base to the likes of um guys who stepped up, which I, I wish I remember the names of those guys right now. But as for the Bandits, they've been the best team all year long. Ian, do me a favor and watch the game this weekend. I promise you. check seven, it out. At 7.30 Eastern, or even 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, the game's almost over. Just check out the physicality. And in the end of game two, there was a fight. Now, all year long, me and Aaron have been praising these guys because they have just been, like, the coolest. Like, they really have, like, it's like the old NBA. They have other jobs. They have other things they're doing. They're flying to the games on the game on the day of the game. But yet, they're somehow, they're still, I thought, like, man, you guys just got to fight with each other. But you're a bunch of family household guys. I promise it's they're relatable. It's good sports all around. NLL game three, and I think Bennett's will win the game. It's in Buffalo. And I, I just believe they've been the best team all year. It's been so fun. Shout out Steve Bermel, the color analyst for them, who's been on the show a couple of times. It's a fun ride. I highly recommend Box Lacrosse. And this might be the last NLL Thursday for until the next season, so who knows? I mean, the fact that ESPN jumped on the PLL is pretty cool. But I promise you, if they jump on that um, NLL ratings, I, I promise, I've always said they're going to skyrocket in lacrosse. Lacrosse is one of the sports, man. It's one of the sports I recommend to all my friends because it, it's so physical and fast. You can't miss it, man. It's incredible. Sounds yeah. good. I might get check it out. I might uh, give it a, uh, give it a watch. Maybe if uh, the finals end tonight, we'll see. I'm um, not nice. gonna have anything to watch. Now, what, what, would Game Seven be on Saturday or Sunday? Oh, they travel. They've been traveling every er, in between. Like if they're gonna go back and forth, they usually give three. So if they're going back to Golden State, it might be Sunday. Hmm. It might be something I'm going to show that out real quick. Um, it would be Sunday at 8 Eastern. That'd be, or, oh, that would be nice. That'll be an early game. That'll be an early game for this series. 8 Eastern, yeah. Yeah, 9 is so annoying. Yeah, it is a little bit annoying. All righty. That's it for us. Um, shout out to Aaron and Sammy. Sammy's got prior obligations. Um, Aaron, of course, is working this next through this in July. So shout out to those guys. Thank you, Ian, for coming on the show again. It's been awesome. I love talking sports with you. And I guess I'll see the rest of you tomorrow. Thank you, Ian. And we'll see you guys later. Drive safe.